1: better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work.
2: Hello everybody, welcome to the preview show on Football Ramble Daily sponsored by Betway. England hammered Bulgaria amid ugly scenes. Liverpool and Man United face off. And Man City have a tricky one away to Palace. Welcome to the pod, everybody.
1: All right. Luke Moore, Pete Donaldson, Jim hey, Campbell, and me, Marcus Speller, in your ears. How are you doing, Marcus? You alright? Yeah, alright, thanks, I worry pal. about you sometimes, Tizzol. Why is that? Because you're always out late at night. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> With and a weird shopping bag. And
3: also, I look at you.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I see. i <laughs> <And, and laughs> on the offensive, eh? <laughs> the
0: smell, as well.
1: The yeah. smell. How bloody day. I
3: worry about all of you. <laughs> mm.
1: yeah. I'll oh, be worrying about you tonight at Guildford, mate. We're going to Sheffield, mate. So we'll be fine. <laughs> well, well, actually, Friday.
0: No, no,
3: no, no, <laughs> uh, uh, oi, I just help oi. yourself
1: to my lips, <laughs> to my hands, just say the words and they are yours uh, An uh,
2: early error from Luke Moore there, ladies and gentlemen.
3: Era. I remember my first
1: bit.
2: Zinny,
3: Zinny, Zinny. Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, enough of Terrible the,
2: by me. Enough of the zingers, eh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. As they say at KFC now. Uh, yes, I know it was a few, a fair few days ago now. England uh, beat Bulgaria. Uh, we we'll do a little bit of an international roundup, though. But obviously, there is still a lot of fallout from the the ugly scenes of that game, and so on and so forth. But I would like to say that makes a difference when you have got Harry Winks in there.
3: Yeah, it does. Yes. And I've, it's something I've been called. If anything, I'm the real victim here because I've been calling out for for what happened, Luke. and uh, it's it's been overshadowed by the spectre of. Worldwide racism. No, um, <laughs> you know, obviously the game was was the game in England. Um, Bit of a sideshow in the end, wasn't it? Yeah, really? England, England did did a good job and and they played well and and you could tell. Well, they didn't actually need to tell because they the players, some of the players, have come afterwards and said they wanted to to let their talking happen on the pitch mm-hmm. and teach Bulgaria a lesson and all the rest of it. But um, I, I thought England as a squad and as a as a kind of as a representative of of the country. They held themselves, carried themselves with great dignity, and mm. and and, and uh, there's a really fascinating article in the Athletic at the moment, um, which I would recommend you read mm. about um, what happened, what happened behind the scenes, how England had planned to approach it. They had meetings about it, knowing it was probably going to happen, and how they were going to um, how they were going to deal with it. And they wanted to give the protocol that UEFA have installed a fair chance uh, to to happen and to work, and and they did that. Now, whether you agree that that's the right way to go or not, I suppose it's a slightly different a different sort of subject but they decided they wanted to and they and they carried themselves like I say with great dignity and class and and, and more power to them I say I mean the final thing for me on this because obviously you guys have got something to say as well I'm sure final thing for me on this is just that I was a little bit sort of put out by the idea that because England have got it's got its own problems about with racism and with intolerance and bigotry in 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 2019 which it absolutely has and I no, no question about that how I was a bit sort of perturbed as to how that was set up as some kind of mutually exclusive thing that it mm, couldn't be yeah. criticised of how yeah, I know what you mean. Bulgaria carried themselves or how a section of the Bulgarian fans carried themselves as well as some of their you know players and staff as well I know something has come out since then where they've clarified it but they didn't carry themselves at all well I don't feel comfortable with the idea that we aren't able to criticise them because we've got our own problems mm-hmm. I think if anything the whole thing feeds in together and we should say, yes, we've got our own problems to deal with, but that is unacceptable and and I think we did a fairly good job doing that and... I hope we've set a bit of an example there. And it's not often you get a chance to say that about mm. about England. And I think hopefully we have done that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Full credit to to the squad, the, the backroom staff and Gareth Southgate as well. It's, it's potentially an absolutely seismic moment because this protocol has been in place for 10 years. This is the first time it's been used. And, you know, it was it was in an earlier game. It was in the Montenegro game yep. uh, where, where they didn't know what the protocol was when they were mm. getting very frustrated by it. So they, they've made a point to, to learn about it and enact it. No one's done it before. Um, And I completely agree with you, Luke. I think it's it's fair and right that England or anybody trying to enact the protocol gives it a chance rather than just say, oh, UEFA don't do enough, which they don't. I mean, Greg... um, Greg Dyke after um Greg Clark's Greg, Clark, so Greg yeah. Dyke Greg Clark after uh, after the game um I think he had to choose his words quite wisely didn't he because he wasn't too critical of UEFA but obviously he has to carry forward a working mm. relationship with them so I sort of under, I would imagine behind closed doors he would agree that they probably definitely don't do enough um but I'm really interested to see what happens next mm-hmm. will there be a game that's abandoned <clears throat> will this protocol be enacted by any other nations or will, will it will, will it feel like England are sort of isolated in doing that and I, um
1: I'd, I'd definitely like to see um, referees be a little bit more proactive. I mean, it Absolutely. shouldn't be down to, you know, Mings or whoever. No. To Tyron Mings to. on his debut. What an amazing state. I mean, and amazing. what a performance yes. yeah, in exactly. that kind of situation. I mean, if, if you want a bit of a, a giggle, eh, look at the uh, Sun or the, uh, the the Daily Express sort of saying, we are disgusted by this racism <laughs> yeah. in Bulgaria. Yeah. Uh, but also, if you want to look at UEFA.com, the executive committee, the state of that, I mean... <laughs> the shade of it. just <laughs> yeah. 30 to 40 uh, men... Couple of women in there, uh, all white. All white. Uh, It's 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 diversity at the at the very core of UEFA. I think yeah. uh, they that, probably don't anywhere.
0: see it as a problem at all. Well, well and we've never also experienced
1: any we kind we of again, like Luke said, we shouldn't be um, worried about. Um, we shouldn't we should be allowed to criticise other nations and and how they uh, sort of deal with stuff. But I think in many um, <coughs> situations, it is it is a problem with diversity and mainland Europe does have a um a, a, a more less effort attitude when it comes to um dealing with racist abuse. Look at how Italy deals with its own problems mm. and actually the UEFA official at that match was the uh the, the the person from from Italy. So uh yeah, it's 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 not moving very quickly, the, but it does come from diversity from the top.
3: Some of the really worrying things I I would say that came out of the game specifically were things that reported that you know, some of the ultras of certain teams in Bulgaria were doubling up and working as stewards at the game, yeah. and this mm-hmm. whole thing had been pre-planned. I mean, you saw a guy mm-hmm. holding up a, a pre-made like jumper, yeah. is mm-hmm. no respect. Yeah, right? so
1: well, and, and well, somebody made the point that they'll probably get um, fined for the incorrect use of a UEFA yeah. copyright. <laughs> yeah, but but I do. I, I, the
3: reason I bring that up is not to try and trivialise any aspect of it, but just to say. I'm sorry, but there is a difference between if you have 10,000 people in a stadium mm-hmm. and 20 of them act the idiot oh. and I'm, I'm, I'm being racist. <clears throat> I understand it's very difficult <clears throat> to predict that <clears throat> and deal with it and in, in, in at the time. Mm. I get that. I think everyone can understand that. You can't police every single human being. Mm. But if something is so obviously pre-planned as it was in this game, <clears throat> um, to the point of where the op- opposition team, in this case England, are having meetings about with the squad saying... This is probably going to happen. Mm. What are we going to do about it? Then it should be dealt with firmly mm-hmm. and swiftly, Huge-y. and it should be done with um, very, very harshly as well.
1: And, and it seems that like they were—they left just before half time. The organised kind of hooded uh, kind of mm-hmm. figures. Yeah, um, it, was clearly, a it was quite chilling
3: scene that wasn't. Yeah. It? it was
1: clearly an organised kind of fucking proud yeah. boys bollocks kind yeah. of Eastern European, like or, or just European uh, 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 situation. But like they—they seemed to. Because if you you can't evict like fifty or so uh, men in hoods who have decided to to uh, you know mm. monkey chant stuff like that, um, you can't just evict them by saying "Come on lads, you've had your phone, get out." Yeah, it mm. was clearly designed to get them to the precipice of the third warning yeah. and, the and, actual, then and, leave. and then yeah. live. And then live because they they, they, clearly, they had the two warnings and then those lads fucked off. I, 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 it was I, weird,
2: wasn't it? Because they they sort of yeah, in one sense you thought. They sort of went quite quietly, but actually, yeah. I think what you're
1: saying is probably and, and, and the right. fact that we have to somehow like uh, you know uh, measure monkey chance in, in decibel levels before it's a problem. Well, I look, I, look,
3: I think I think I think absolutely. I think if you if you take a step back and say, oh, um, you know, put it in any other kind of environment, any kind of environment of performance um, where people are actually going to do a job they're professionally paid to do, and the protocol is if they do it three times the, the think gets yeah. to get banned. Mm. There's, no, there's no ever, it's no, never an idea. If we, When we go and do our live show tonight, if we go up on stage and, and we have um, people of colour or ethnic minority people involved in our mm. show and there's monkey chanting, mm. so we go, oh yeah, we'll give you two more chances yeah, and yeah, the whole yeah, thing's yeah. off. Yeah. It doesn't happen. Football seems to exist in this vacuum on this kind of stuff, but I do think the UEFA protocol is, is mm is important and something that should be seen as a step in the right direction to try and make it better than the situation is at the moment. But ultimately as well, I don't want it to get lost, but it's a separate issue and and nothing is more important than... Than, 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 in this in this case people being being racially abused that is the most important thing to stamp out. But in terms of the football, England were fantastic. They played mm. very well. Like it's easy to forget. I mean, they could have scored ten goals. They, could, yeah, they, they, could, yeah. they literally could have scored ten. Well, well, they, they were have up have that, they? They, were, they? were. clearly yeah.
0: trying to score a lot of goals. Absolutely. I mean, it was a point I where Tyrone the, Mings had a marauding <laughs> run forward, He's like, yeah, we know what you're doing. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on, <yeah>. I enjoyed. <laughs> for it.
1: I enjoyed Ross Bartley doing a, a very subtle uh, uh, sign to the, the fans. Yeah, it goes back to what they were saying last week, you
3: guys. I which one of you guys said it, but get into <laughs> the system that you know you can play well, yep. get to know it, play it. Mm. Fair enough, you have to change the personnel occasionally because you've got injuries or unavailability or different types of mm. opposition. Play it and play it well. And as soon as England do that, they look great. And yeah. they did, it's no coincidence they went back to that formation and they look great. Yeah, if I, was, I would, would Bulgaria are terrible saying. as well, yeah. by the way.
0: I mean, uh, that is the ultimate caveat the Bulgaria are a legitimately.
2: Bad team. Yeah. But you know, Harry Winks did make a huge difference and did. I would really like to see if you look him Look at involved. Bulgaria's results in the group. I, think, I don't think they've won a game. I think they've drawn three. I think mm. they've only got three points. They've That's actually, correct, yeah. They've actually not been hammered by anyone else other than England. So they're not a sort of San Marino or Liechtenstein-esque mm. side. I know mm. they're not by the size of the population and in the, in the
3: history of football in that country. They're very lost by... The games they've lost, they've only lost no. by one goal. Yeah, think, exactly.
2: So, So actually... Obviously, England should be winning that game, and they did. But actually, 6-0 away, I don't understand there was other bits and pieces going on and so on. And, and and it obviously negatively affected, well, certainly at least one Bulgarian player. The captain, of course, at halftime was seen uh, and was praised by, I think, Marcus Rashford. He tweeted, that shouldn't be forgotten. Um, but it's still a good win for England. Mm. And England, obviously, on the verge of qualifying is what yeah. we expected. Um, but, I mean, I, I, I think it was... Oddly, I think that some of the England players, they've said that despite all the stuff that goes on with England fans and England fans are far from perfect and Friday night in Prague, you know, in the yeah. xenophobic chants and all that kind of crap, and 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 so on. But there is seem there does seem to be some more of the the, the non dickhead England fans, which there are a fair few of. Well, there's there's
3: loads get. of non dickhead Bulgaria. Well, fans. Of, course, yeah, of course, of course, yeah.
2: Yes. Uh, but there seems to be a good bond between players and fans in England uh, at the moment with the away w- yes. which is great. Mm. And, and I understand the kind of people saying uh, Marina Hyde wrote a brilliant piece yes, as, as she does uh, about the sort of hypocritical nature of some of the the English. Uh, and and so on. And certainly, some of the England fans and some of their chants. And I get that. I don't. I don't disagree with that. But other countries um, have used in the past. We're probably going back a few decades. They have actually pointed the finger at fans, namely England fans. Actually, and gone, look at them. We don't want that. That is as great. And those countries, among other efforts and and their own, um, uh, you know, good works and so on, have have brought their fan bases into a far better place. Whilst also kind of condemning. Uh, one or two others so there may be an element of that going on whether that's a good thing or not I don't know mm. uh, but yes you're right England um, they just need a point at home to, to Montenegro to qualify of course then they go to Kosovo uh, after that and it's likely that Kosovo and Czech Republic will battle it out for that second spot they face each other next it'd be remarkable if Kosovo yeah, so soon uh, onto <laughs> the footballing stage mm. if they could get to a major tournament
3: it'd be of absolutely course, phenomenal um... A, a team that came into our consciousness of course when um, famously Romario scored a hatchery against it
1: yeah
2: well okay uh, yeah so uh, but yeah so, so Kosovo uh, and Czech Republic yeah, still could qualify uh, let's move on then to uh, to Ireland they lost to Switzerland <coughs> 2-0 they need to beat Denmark at home to qualify yeah. that didn't bode well last time Jim no, they needed didn't. to beat Denmark at home Hannah, it,
3: you and I had a little debate last week was it Monday or was it the week before where I said look I think they've, they've, they flat to deceive a little bit, and they don't mm-hmm. score enough goals. And, and you said, I think fairly. Look, it looks like they're going to need to beat Denmark at home in the final game to go to the Euros, and they probably would have taken that before, mm-hmm. uh, before the conversation, before the qualification cycle started. And then, lo and behold, Mick McCarthy actually said that. He said that in the press conference. He said, right. "Look, we, didn't, we need to be at our very best to beat Switzerland here, mm-hmm. and we weren't." Um, and the Swiss are a decent. Self. And the Swiss are good. Yeah, and he said, "But if you had said to me before, you got one game at home to win." To, to qualify, I'd have taken it.
2: Yeah. So, yeah. Well, know, and that's obviously uh, Wales, what he's been targeting. Wales could find themselves in a similar situation. They could. And Hungary, a little bit more too. But it's a
3: high-risk strategy, Marcus, for Ireland and for Mick McCarthy. Well,
2: you, it is, but uh, it's, a, it's a strategy that Roy Hodgson used for England when they qualified for 2014, I think it was.
3: He came into the soccer very late though, didn't he? Mm.
2: Yeah, well... <laughs> I
3: know he didn't actually. came in 2012, didn't he? Yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah, yeah. 2012
2: he <laughs> came in. But it was when England, they went away to Ukraine and... After that they, they played I think it was Montenegro, wasn't it? And then Poland. It was definitely Poland. I think it was Montenegro before that. And he knew that going away to Ukraine, England weren't in great shakes at the time. Um and he thought, right, let's let's not lose the game. We can win it, but let's not lose it. And they drew nil nil and he was really pleased and he got hammered by the press and he he was basically saying, Well, that sets up just us needing to win against Montenegro and Poland to guarantee it, which of course they did. So um, I, I, I I think that someone like McCarthy when he's when he's looking at this he knows that there's not goals in that yeah. side. He, he's he's no fool, even though he sometimes makes us believe he is. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's
0: a heartbreaking end to the game, though, isn't it? It's not, not ideal. Preparation really Seamus Coleman getting yeah. sent off, mm. and then mm. um, that last Randolph goal. saving a penalty, and then a, yeah. a late own goal. Yeah. Like it's it's all a bit calamitous. And that a bit group a is and mad.
3: It's a I was literally at the start, it's An anomalous group because <laughs> yeah. you got if you look at the list of teams who are top of their group and how many goals they've scored, yeah. it's unbelievable. Oh, I mean, yeah. England have got twenty six. Ukraine are on fifteen. Ukraine have been quite. Impressive. They've been great. Netherlands have been nine uh, on nineteen. Um, uh, Croatia on six. Uh, sorry, fourteen. Um, Spain on 19, Poland on 13, Turkey on 16, Belgium on 30, Italy on 25, Republic of Ireland have got six. Yeah. They've scored six goals <laughs> yeah. in seven games and they're top and of they're their top group. Of the group mad, but still, but Denmark they? and Switzerland have still got extra games to play. Yeah, right? but
0: also as well, I think, you know, um, having seen Ireland play a few, a few times recently, like, they just don't look like they're a team that is good enough to be at the Euros, and that's you know it might sound a little bit harsh no, on them, well, but you know that Jim, six that's what goals is a huge is a huge indictment there, isn't it?
2: Yeah, well, I mean, uh, Denmark play Gibraltar, which they'll win, they'll win and yeah. then Ireland and Switzerland face Georgia at home, and then Gibraltar. I would have thought that the Swiss would get maximum points, which is why Ireland will need to beat Denmark, of course. Mm. Uh, so it's an interesting one there. Uh, elsewhere, Timo Pukki and uh, and Finland are on course for yeah. a first major tournament as well. Which seems weird, given how massive Finland is. Yeah, the population is quite small. Yeah, though. still though, you know, yeah. I'm quite a simple man.
3: But, <laughs> but I, I think I think once you look at the the group they were given, I know, I know Bosnia have got their strengths and got their good players. Armenia as well, a mm. decent enough. Greece have been uh, difficult in They're a difficult match for ages. Side Greece, aren't they? And then it's just done out of concern. Finland could have fairly gone. Well, do you know what? This is a really good chance for us because the top yeah. two qualify automatically, as we know, mm. because of the expanded tournament. Mm. And it's they're going to be going to be far and away as as they were. They yeah. just need to beat Liechtenstein at home. That's it. There. There. Which,
2: which surely they'll do. Yeah, they're five points above Armenia when they when they beat them three yeah, 0 Phenomenal to see. Yeah. yeah. You could see, what, Kosovo is still in there. Finland, you know, new yeah. nations. I understand the tournament's expanded and, yeah. you know, stuff we, like this. We,
3: we, we talked on, um, on on the continent yesterday about how well Ukraine have done to Shevchenko and how well Poland have done and how this is probably Lewandowski's last chance of a big mm-hmm. impact on a tournament mm. because he's been their best goal scorer mm. in history, but yep. he's not really ever done it at a tournament. So if you haven't heard that yet, do do check it out on yesterday's mm. um, episode. And and the Finland thing's really interesting because, I, I mean, I might be, hopefully I'm not wrong here, but aside from Timo Pukki, I can't think of a single other Finnish player yeah. that's playing at a very, very high level. I mean, I, I think Glen Kamara plays for Rangers, doesn't he? That's the only one I can think of. So, Jari
2: Litmanen on the bench. Yeah,
3: yeah, get him
0: out, wheel him out, <laughs> wheel him out. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, this, just thinking of Timo Pukki at, at the tournament, I start to get me a little bit excited. Oh, sort of little things on the road to, to that, <laughs> like.
2: Like froth of excitement, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> well, um, of course, uh, there are teams who will be in the playoffs, and there's there's a big old pool mm. to go into the playoffs. Sixteen teams will compete for the last four places at the Euros when all sort of done and dusted, which it will do uh, next month, I believe. But yeah, there's the, so, so the playoffs. It's a funny one. There's, there'll be four sets of four teams, mm-hmm. if you see what I mean, and then um, so each set will play. Um, semi-finals which will be two-legged affairs semi-finals and then that goes into a final which is of course mm. a one-off game so the winners of each final will, will take the last spots as it stands if the groups end as they currently stand It's not stand,
3: decided until the groups are finished though is of it? Of course yeah.
2: but as it currently stands and if you look through the groups it's unlikely there's going to be that much movement there could be a little bit of course in yeah. Ireland's group a good example of that but as it currently stands there, uh, Wales, Northern Ireland and Scotland will all be in the playoffs also um,
3: Scotland are guaranteed anyway, aren't they?
2: Yeah. yeah. Also, uh, Switzerland, but again, there could be movement there. Iceland, Norway, Serbia, Bulgaria, Roma- Bulgaria. You see, the UEFA Nations League. Mm. You know that's why it was important. Mm. Romania, Kosovo, uh, among others. So uh, the the playoffs will be quite an interesting affair. I think yeah. the
3: guaranteed teams are Scotland, Georgia, Bulgaria, Belarus. I think not Bulgaria. Well, they're, they're... Bulgaria are in there as things stand, but they're not guaranteed.
2: Oh, they're not guaranteed. Go- no. Oh, I see what yeah. you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It's let's about not- winning your... Sorry. No, let's not get into that because it is it's very particular. Compl- yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah, complicated. And San
3: Marino are guaranteed. As
2: well. Yeah, yeah, get on. Get, the Mar- <laughs> get, get Marino in Having it.
3: not won a single game.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, of course, World Cup qualification is underway in some parts of the world.
3: Pa- it- Paging Pete Donaldson. F- Paging Pete Donaldson. We're off to Why, the Far East. Done. We're oh, okay, off right. to
2: the Far East.
3: Why, what Nelson. have I done? <laughs> what have
2: you done? North Korea and South Korea. It ended goalless. There was no media at the match. There were no fans. There were no girls. The match was not broadcast. No girls. <laughs> I, yeah, well, there was no fans. Was no no Nobody fans. was there. No, no girls. No, no boys. First no time boys, they've played since
3: no 1990, I believe,
1: in North Korea, in, North, yeah. in Pyongyang. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, although Pete, you've managed to see the game. I thought I had, but thinking about it, I might have just seen the reverse fixture in Seoul or possibly well, Japan. Well, I did. I did were there wonder. Fans there? No. No, there weren't any no. fans. No, 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 no. Okay. I did
3: wonder I because know. I was going to say, if there's no media, no fans and no goals scored, can we guarantee the game actually happened because it wasn't broadcast? Well, hmm. Son
2: Hyun Min said it did.
3: Yeah, okay. Well, in which case, I'll take his word well, for apparently it. The... But I am not taking Pete Dawson's <laughs> word for it, well, who apparently... claims to have watched it well, this apparently...
1: morning. <laughs> in my mind, Pete was like maybe arse. it was a wild dream. I just, so remember, we... keep I I just remember the, the North, the North uh, Korean keeper doing some amazing worldly saves, but that may have been the reverse fixture. And there may have been people in the stadium. I don't know. My brain's just a big forest of but um I quite like the fact that Pyongyang was going to provide them with a DVD at the end yeah, of right. uh, at the end of the uh, the match to, be a to start a with the, mm. with the uh yeah, of the match. You've, and edited, that's the only in, you've met- edited in a load of goals here, <laughs> and your players yeah. look
2: distinctly like the 1970 Brazil something. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so um, it was interesting. North Korea's official uh, news agency issued a brief report the morning after the match, saying the qualifier ended in a nil-nil draw after a series of attacks and counter-attacks. Mm-hmm. And presumably, so just, talking about the match, it really sounds made up.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I, I was thinking that. There's, uh, there's an interesting piece on it and how it pertains to the current political situation between the two nations. Mm. On Pod Save the world this week, right? Yeah. With Tommy Vito and Ben Rose, which I mean, I very rarely recommend a non-stick kind off podcast, but it's, it was interesting to think to, to hear about. I like Ben Rhodes. he's, uh, he's brilliant. He's got a, he's he's got a he's got a super he side mouth. Yeah, he's got a super <laughs> sized really brain. Runs well. his mouth. He knows everything.
1: So, Gianni Infantino is it? That? I know, I know. Yeah. I wonder about that.
2: Well, I suppose because somebody needs to make fishing. sure that Great the thing Well, somebody needed to kind of. Um, validate R- or- yeah, magas exactly, yeah. Revenue streams, yeah, and that as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but Son Hyung Min said, um, I mean, this is the kind of language. He said North Korean. <laughs> he said it was a very, very aggressive game. He mm. said the North Korean players were sensitive and aggressive. There was a lot of severe swearing. Sounds like a
1: sexual congress. And yeah.
2: then he said it was like war. I said, like, Oh come, son. Don't yes. no, Not on. that kind of. Leave it." The man s- who
3: skipped military service. <laughs> that's a bit
1: fucking rich. <laughs> well, and then, and then
3: Paolo, Paolo, Is it he got Out ben? of military service because they
2: won the they won the medal. They gold medal. And is. then Paolo Bento, <laughs> the, the Portuguese coach of South Korea, was annoyed at his team, and he went, "We didn't execute the." I "Not that, Gordon Bennett." a It is, and it's big and a shame. Let's have some emails with Pete. Oi, that's not nice. That's shameless.
1: You football, and now Pete is reading it out. Well done. Well done. Uh, Robert Nicholson has come in with an email. Have we talked about uh, Bulgaria's controversial president, uh, Boyko Borisov? He's, he's gone back in the day oh he, no sorry the, sorry, the president yeah, yes Bobby. the president who uh, obviously yes. uh, Raheem Sterling uh, praised uh, the Bulgaria's controversial president Boyko Borisov after he called for the head of the Bulgarian Football Federation to resign uh, I thought in case uh, you haven't, alre- you weren't already aware I, I thought I'd uh, bring attention to Mr. Borisov's own strange footballing career he is as far as I'm aware the only European League leader who has a uh, current uh, page on transfer markets uh, this year, oh. after founding his political party in 2007, Borisov made his debut for amateur Bulgarian third division side FC Vitosha uh, Britstra uh, the Tigers. Despite having been uh, born in 1959, according to his Wikipedia, he went to rack on. Uh, he went to rack up uh, 23 appearances and 27 goals as the Sofia-based team worked their work to a professional level over the next few years. 27 So, he's, so he's actually got uh, 27. Um, yeah, well, 23 oh. appearances, 27 goals. So it's not too bad. But again. You know, you, you can act, yeah. you can massage oh, those numbers saying. when you're the president. And again,
3: Pete, you do not shit the veracity of any of these. Emails. No, yeah. Pete, however, no, Pete, what he had a season <clears>
1: get <again>. Yeah. <laughs> however, however, the crowning moment of his career came in 2013 when he made use of his increased free time since he lost an election to get involved in his first professional appearance for Vitosha. been the first 54 minutes of a game against Rakovska in uh, 2011, at the age of 54, it made him the oldest professional in the history of the sport in Bulgaria. That rings a bell. We may yeah, have, I have I think even we covered mentioned it. it back in the day. I I'm think we might certain. have done. Yeah. He's uh, he's seen Cooley slotting away a penalty uh, in a YouTube uh, video, so there we go. Doesn't matter how old
3: you you are, you can still do that.
1: (laughs) Fighting the dog. Uh, Hello to Sean, (laughs) am I tripping or is Gareth Southgate the perfect fit to be a Manchester United manager? Just washed over me at 1am on Tuesday night. I think, I think Never email us again I yeah, think there's believe, a leave- you, <laughs> believe you may
3: have taken some psychedelic No but do I, I, you know what you know what's going on in, in the hierarchy at May and at the moment oh, we'll come it, to wouldn't the be an, it wouldn't be an amazing surprise And they would overspend on it
1: yeah. <laughs> They would overspend on it Poor old
3: Gareth Leave them, leave them <laughs> out yeah. of it yeah. Matt
1: Lachlan um, Hey chaps I'm currently uh, living in Japan I just wanted to share something that me and my brother have had a lot of amusement with over the past few years <clears throat> Excuse me. In Japan there's an arcade game called uh, WCCF Futista the World Club Championship Football which I, I can only describe as a mix between collectible card games PES and Football Manager basically I've seen these uh, machines they're really cool uh, it's like a big kind of uh, you got pitch in front of you uh, screens like PES or FIFA and you've got these little cards and you move them around to adjust your um, tactics and adjust your players but you can get like legendary players from the whole you know the, the history of football mm. um, anyway each card has its own unique skill and this is actually what I wanted to share with you guys As me and my brother find collecting these as much fun as actually collecting the cards and playing the game um, the legend cards are much funnier than uh, any of the other cards. Can you see this? Gordon Banks uh, has got uh, obviously a uh, goalkeeper. Um, for every card, they've got like a little skill, like a beautiful, like poetic um, sentence. Yeah. The patron saint of saves. <laughs> <laughs> Teddy Sheringham, skill. Charlotte Golmus. Charlotte Golmus. Okay, yes. wow. Sherlock Gomes, yeah. Charlotte Yeah. Ian Rush, the gold, the gold mine. <laughs> Ian Rush, the goal mine. Uh, David Seaman, Mr. Safe Hands. And uh, also, uh, Alan Shearer, knight in shining armour. Oh. Gary Nicker, the killer bee. And finally for now, Bob Moore, the ultimate captain. I've got a share-given one. The killer bee. Yeah. Wu-Tang? Yeah, I've got, <laughs> I've got a share-given one. It's very funny. I can't what? remember what it says, though. Oh, good. But uh, I did want to see a man dressed in a full matching tracksuit in front of one of these machines, like he was actually the manager of the team, which was very enjoyable.
3: I told you about the guy who used to live with at uni, who, before cup final... Um, <laughs> on. On. and um, I, I remember yeah. one,
1: <laughs> and football manager. I
3: remember walking in on him playing football manager at like 8 in the morning and he'd been up all night and as I walked in he was so annoyed and frustrated with this team considering a last minute goal he was spitting on his heart <laughs> on this <laughs> t- computer monitor so, wasn't Tiggy Rainbow wow. yeah it was Tiggy t- t- yeah. t- 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 <laughs> t- t- Rainbow big Tig wow. yeah. big Tiggy oh, t- 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 Star. for
2: older uh, or, <laughs> or, or, or more well versed Ramblers if yeah. you remember the name Tiggy Rainbow yeah. yeah. yeah if
1: you'd like to get just a short it's short footballrambledaily.com
2: yeah. yeah. there we are now it's time for a break Peter oh I'll see nice you I as
1: well
0: hey <music> everyone
1: Designed to be convenient, flexible and suited to your schedule, just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot ramble.
2: Welcome back to the preview show on Football Ramble Daily sponsored by Betway.
3: Yeah, and uh, we were at Sheffield last night, and it was brilliant. <laughs> nudge, nudge, <laughs> wink, wink. So tonight we're at Guildford, and tomorrow <laughs> night we're at High Wycombe. There's another, I think, five-ish, I think five shows after that in the Norwich, UK.
2: Birmingham, Manchester.
3: Uh, and somewhere else. Yeah, Leeds. And Newcastle. Leeds and Newcastle. So it's loads. So the point is, the, <laughs> the shows are they are running out fast. Um, so if you do want to come to any of those dates, do go to ramblelive.com to get your tickets. Of course, Norwich. we're doing three shows in the US and one in Canada at the start of November as well. Available tickets at the same link, ramblelive.com. Mm. Don't sleep on it. Don't miss your chance. No. Who knows when we'll be back, if ever. So that's <laughs> ramblelive.com.
1: We're coming to America, as Neil Damonon sang. Mm. Did he really? Mm, He
2: did. How about that? Now then, back to the Premier League, everybody. International football's over for another month. And uh, we've got a big one. We've got a big one on the Sunday. It's Manchester United versus Liverpool. Mm. Is it still a big one? It is, isn't it? (laughs) It is, because Liverpool are involved. Yeah, (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, yeah. David De Gea and Paul Pogba are going to miss out. Uh, They got injured. Uh, don't need a don't need them. But it's, it's well. got to the
3: point with Man United where it's so bad that when I saw that, I thought, yeah, they don't want to be a part of this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they just don't want to be involved. That is De Gea's brand. a miss. De
2: Gea's a miss. Mm. He will be a miss, there's no doubt about that. Um, Alisson and Matip could be fit for Liverpool though. Yeah. yeah. Alisson coming back in. Bit of a shame for for Adrian. He's uh, mm. he's made the odd mistake, but he's had a good time.
0: No, he's he's a, he's an able deputy, isn't he? And He's, he's shown Jimmy. that. It he was, was a very canny signing actually, but... Um, mm. Man United are unbeaten in their last five home league ma- uh, meetings with Liverpool, which right. is kind of surprising. I think Mo Salah has failed to score or assist a goal in in these four Premier League appearances against Man United. So actually. You know, we're, I think we're all looking at this as like a potentially comfortable Liverpool win that could even maybe be quite embarrassing for Man United. But I don't know that that's necessarily how it's going to play out.
1: Yeah, it it rarely happens
2: like that with these
0: two yeah. sides, isn't
3: it? The, the last the last time I remember Liverpool winning at Old Trafford,
2: well, that was when it was the final nail in Mourinho's coffin,
3: wasn't it? No, they didn't. They didn't win at Old Trafford then, did they? Did they, they oh that no, they no, that was Anfield. Anfield. Yeah. It was, yeah, Anfield. It, was it. Anfield. Yeah, they they beat Man United heavily at Old Trafford. I think it was under Moyes, and it was when Gerard had three penalties, and he yeah, scored no, two right. and missed one of them. And they won three 0 I think Suarez scored the other one, and and it, although it was three 0 which of course is is a fairly big defeat when you're at home, it could have been. I mean, Liverpool were brilliant that day, mm. and Man were very poor. And I think I said I said yesterday on on the continent just because they were talking about Max Allegri um, that it's a bit of a red herring this game because it may not get out of this game and it's not the end of the world so mm. they'll get beat 2-1 or whatever right? mm. people expect that I know it's another defeat but Liverpool are a very yep. good team after that they go away to Norwich and away to Bournemouth to me they're the problematic games mm. I mean how Solskjaer lifts them gets them playing to a style and a, and a tactic that, that, that suits them while simultaneously not losing under the pressure of teams they should be beating away from home to me is a bigger ask I think so this game will be interesting but I still think Liverpool have got far too much for United and providing they don't they don't kind of get sort of rabbit in the headlights about it, that they, they should win very well.
2: Yeah, I, I think that Manchester United fans will or some Manchester United fans will find it an intriguing one. Obviously they don't want to lose, especially not to Liverpool. However, if they did get tonked, it might sort of hurry things up for the board maybe replacing Solskjaer mm. I know he's not gone yet so not the time of recording but, but, but uh, it's,
3: well, it's funny because they keep saying that it's not. they're not even thinking about that Yeah, but well, they're they, on, yeah, they, they, but they know time, they, are, but yeah, they, are. they are but everyone knows they are of course they are
2: but it would be it would be sort of a fitting of the situation if if Manchester United actually got a creditable draw Mm. who came back from 2-0 down to win 2-0 and the Stretford ends rocking and actually they go oh hang on a minute and you go actually that's in the long term that's probably a curse rather than a blessing if you see what I mean Mm.
1: See, so Mike Ashley was hanging out with uh, Woodward uh, recently. Yeah. Oh what a what right. a, Apparently what a pair Ashley, of drinkers. Mike Ashley. <laughs> a pair of power drinkers. Of drinkers. Um <laughs> sort of. Uh, Mike Ashley drinkers. Tra- <laughs> <laughs> Mike Ashley um, saying about Woodward, introducing him to a third party, saying, Oh look, it's the second and first most hit men in uh, football. It's just when you say, you're, not, uh, you're not Vince McMahon, mate. Yeah, we literally hate you. Like, when you say we, a third party, that
2: that is like they've just gone round different places. Yeah, literally at yeah. their yeah.
3: third party. Yeah, exactly.
2: I kicked out of I I two before.
3: I, I think <laughs> I, I, my impression of most of the country is that Edward was fairly well liked, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs>
0: I think is that oh by Mike the way actually he's very popular in Sunderland <laughs> yeah
3: I, sh- I should say that Betway our sponsors have an offer on this game which is well worth checking out if you back a team to win and that team scores first Betway will pay out and settle the market as a winner regardless if that team ends up drawing or losing yeah. so all it needs to happen if you back a team in that market is they need to score first and if they do that in, uh, in, in May in not United Liverpool um, then they'll pay out. So it's worth having a look at betway.com for more details. Very Click well. on the Premier League bit.
2: I've seen that uh, some articles and papers are suggesting that Sadio Mane and Mo Salah have still got a bit of... Uh, beefles. Bit of beefles uh, after that sort of business at Burnley really? and they're not passing the bottom And they put the stats and they said, you know, neither has assisted the other one this season. But if you actually look at the stats, I think that, I think Mo Salah only assisted Mane like once last season right? <laughs> you see what I mean he's completely misleading yeah. but listen
3: Marcus if you want a job yeah. being a content editor for one of these viral video and content agencies yeah. you're going to have to start making stuff up like that yeah. or yeah. you'll be out of a job pretty fast we're
1: starting to do it on the Twitter <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're starting to do it we were doing it for years <laughs> Saturday
2: when he did say after the Burnley game that Klopp uh, asked him into the office and uh, he said because he said like Mo Salah and him they're friends and they text and call as friends mm. do Jim yeah. Yeah. I'm led to believe sometimes. That. and uh, he said that when I told him that we'd already sorted out he said Klopp was pleasantly surprised Oh really?
3: <laughs> I saw Which that um I also saw that Mo Salah um it must have been some kind of fancy dress party but he went uh, him and his daughter went from t- as two characters from Moana. Well she, obviously his daughter went as Moana mm. and he went as the character played by the rock I can't remember his name mm. but it was very cute. Oh, very Adorable. good.
2: So there we are that that sort of wraps up the preview. I think I, listen, I Liverpool.
3: think in Liverpool will win very well and I, I, the fact that it's um at Old Trafford doesn't bear any problem. I think on paper, no, the game's not played on paper. I know we've gone into games thinking a, a team's going to win big and it's not quite happened. But Liverpool are, they just click. They know Everyone knows their jobs. They play at an amazing tempo. And given that United have also got problems with availability of players, Liverpool, I think, should win this game pretty Well,
2: Manchester well. United, what they should do is what they did when Solskjaer first took the job is play massively on the counter. And attack. they've
3: lost that now for some reason, haven't yeah, they? Yeah, I know. It's, it's
2: a bit strange, but that's what they should definitely do for this game and they
3: could do they could get away with doing that against Liverpool I understand if you're playing at home to Sheffield United yeah, yeah, yeah. you can't do that But look, Liverpool, look, Liverpool
2: won every Premier League game uh, yeah. thus far so it, you know and and they are the European champions and currently favourites to probably win the Premier League so if, if you were a bit defensive even if it was at home that could be forgiven mm. but they've still got players on the break that, that a bit of pace and so on Manchester United but yeah it's all set up for a, it's a for big a, ask for, yeah it is a huge ask indeed um, Manchester City go away to Crystal Palace. Now, Man City lost 2-0 at home to Wolves, of course, last time around in the oh, Premier League. It feels forever ago, doesn't it? Does, it does, it does, yeah. The international break will do that to you, Jim. Mm. You feel refreshed, <laughs> don't you? Um, they normally bounce straight back with a plom, as we saw against uh, Watford when they uh, shortly after. They lost to, to Norwich. Um, but I'd like to suggest something, that, that Roy Hodgson and Palace are actually, they are a tricky opponent for Man City, the way kind of Hodgson sort of sets up. If you look at the results in in the I think these are all in the league. When since Hodgson joined Palace, they're head to head with Manchester City. The first game they lost, um, Crystal Palace lost five nil away at the Etihad. But Hodgson, he'd been in the job less than two weeks. I think he'd been ten days in the job. Mm. Then their next game they drew 0 nil at home. And I should have won that Milivojevic with, yeah. with, with a missed penalty. in in, that, in yeah. the last minute. And then, um, last season, of course, they won 3-2 at the Etihad with the Andros Townsend Screamer. And then they lost 3-1 at uh, Selhurst Park. That was towards the tail end of the season and Man City were on the course for the treble and and so on. So actually, Hodgson, there's been a couple of interesting results there. Mm. And it's usually quite a a, a decent match between these they They're going to get pumped.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Marcus, I appreciate your endeavours, yeah, but they're going to get pumped. Late Townsend winner. (laughs) Late (laughs) Townsend (laughs) winner. They'll have to be late.
3: <laughs> but it's, yeah I mean you worry about the kind of wounded animal aspect of it well yeah. I did say Every that at the time start time they have
1: hammered
0: teams yeah. I although will, is there an I... argument that the international break getting in the way of that yes. might oh, maybe what there's an of...
2: enormous argument to
0: be had there <laughs> yeah. yeah I
2: can't imagine Pep could get a
0: team all up I'm, for him. all
3: I'm saying
2: yeah. is Hodgson has Guardiola's number
3: <laughs> <laughs> the,
2: the game before you will speak you, him in Spanish
3: <laughs> you know the 5-0 game that you mentioned after Hodgson take just taken the no, job that, that doesn't count they lost 5-0 the game before that is what well, I think to
2: They lost. they yeah, but that was, lost no a... I was talking about when Hodgson was became the manager mm. sure okay yeah. but
3: it's quite selective isn't it yeah well no
2: that was my whole check my data sets guys that
3: was my whole, of, my sets, that was my whole
2: thesis was that the Hodgson's
3: Palace listen you've submitted your thesis yeah. we'll see what grade you get on Monday won't we
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: you, might be, you might be skipping into the studio with an A mate yeah, on the other well, hand you might get an F
2: well Yes, yeah, so if, if they even if they lose <laughs> by one or two goals, I think that I've made my point.
3: Okay, yeah, fine. Right, okay, <laughs> I'm even happy to say that. Is that right? <laughs> what think, so, what do you think is going to happen? I think, I think that Go on. To, to be honest, say something outrageous. Yeah, I think, <laughs> I think that given it's a Sellers Park, yeah, I think it will be closer than it's not going to be a whooping. I don't think, but I think Man City will 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 stick to their task and emerge victorious. Mm, I would agree. Pump, PC. Pump City, Pump City, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Population, Hodgson. Speller. Because I can't get away from the idea that um, City—they've got a big problem at centre back. They've got a big problem at centre back. Absolutely. And I think if um, if you know the the, the kind of the likes of um, Wait, well Christian Benteke, scored. Scored. Yeah. scored against San Marino. Oh. It, Jordan, it I, Jordan A, you and Christian Bentake, He won't play <laughs> top front, but if he right. did, yeah, <laughs> You've got
0: andross in there. Yeah. Very weird to see Benteke score, wasn't it? And the fact that he's in the Belgium squad,
3: yeah.
2: Fair play to him, mm. Jim, eh? Yeah, indeed. Well, he's played his way back in. Apparently so. Oh, apparently he's not, so. He's, he's not very good player. I wonder if uh, Alexander Zinchenko's calmed down yet. <laughs> no, it's Have it's you seen this? I Carl him. Walker that's was amazing. fuming with him.
3: Carl Walker was absolutely fuming with him. He wasn't fuming. Did he say, I me my first beer or something? Took the piss out of him, yeah. Yeah, well, he's not fuming, How do you know? Because
2: quite clearly that's not... Carl's an angry man. Is he? Because he wasn't in the England squad. No, despite of that. Oh, Okay. Yeah. If anyone has seen this, do check it out. Zinchenko just singing and dancing on uh, after Ukraine, and you qualified for the Euros. It it's rightly so. It, no, no, of course. But it just seemed like if it just you went, on went forever. Yeah. If like if like any news feed went to any part of Ukraine, and here we are in the
1: <laughs> downtown, he suddenly would yeah. pop up. <laughs> yeah. And also the, uh,
0: the 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 woman in the in in the video is his girlfriend. That's right. Yeah. As well, which is just great. But he yes. didn't
1: do that kind of like dickheadish thing of like giving her a hug and all that shit, did he? which you is that a dickhead well she's at work you know I I think uh, Casillas did it a few times didn't he I thought it was a bit of a bellend move but I think they just won the World Cup, no, mind. <laughs> how dare he show affection Pete, to the woman he loves, eh? Not, not, not on television.
3: Pete, you, you eschew any kind of uh, physical contact with another human being, right? Yeah, no, I protect no, why do
1: you. Set, why do you set up like that? Because it's not. I'm the biggest hugger in the round And No, but you're, and that's that why your is body is true, completely you know hair-free true.
3: like porcelain. Luke. You it, It's like your body is completely hair-free like porcelain. It's well, like a trophy and you don't like anyone else touching it's it. It's for his aerodynamism. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I can't
2: believe you just said, I'm the biggest hugger in the round I'm the biggest hugger in the Ramble. No, I'm the
3: biggest hugger in the Ramble.
2: I'd go with Pete as well. I'm the biggest I'm hugger the in the I'm the best hugger in the Ramble. That's
0: not true. This You're a gone, squeezer. This has gone really weird. Uh,
2: <laughs> um... Pete get off of Jim
0: <laughs> Pete what do you think about Raymond Domenech proposing to his girlfriend yeah. after France were knocked out of the tournament yeah.
3: that's the high bar yeah right. are they still together she said no <laughs> that's the gold standard he she said no
2: a, he's the French Keegan yeah uh, yeah. although he's yeah. a bit weirder than Keegan yeah but you know you've got to adjust Keegan's likeable whereas Dominesh is, is a bit of a strange one <laughs> remember his book Lonely at the Top
3: how are we talking nice. about this Huggins well,
2: yeah. Oh, yeah, well, Huggins and Muggins. Oh, okay. yeah. oh yeah, we've still got a load of uh, admin to get through. Yeah. Like. Betway's
3: for to hug. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's time for Betway's for to score. Each week we'll participate in this game, of course, with Betway for a chance to win a huge prize for charity. Um, this week, I believe, I'm just going to double-check this, but I'm fairly certain it is 170, Yeah, it is £175,000 wow. jackpot. It's free to play, crucially, so there's nothing to stop you getting involved. Um all you need to do is pick the first goal, score it in Betway's four selected matches each round. And if you're correct, you win up to £175,000. Go to betway.com forward slash four to score. That's forward slash the number four and then to score. And of course, make sure your selections are submitted before the first game and further T's and C's see, uh, apply it's a return for the Premier League this weekend of course Jim you've got Chelsea v Newcastle my friend yes
0: I've gone for Tamara Abraham mm. uh, because I just think he's the most likely goal getter in, in that squad and also I think he'll have wanted to be involved in Sofia and maybe a little bit sort of just ready to get back out there and show what he can do so yeah. I, I think he's a good shout
3: I think that's a good safe one um, at home to Newcastle he's obviously got a few goals already this season Peter Wolves v Southampton I need goals Adama Triare please Adama Traore, the flying machine. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, My start ball. on the right. Absolute weapon of a pace merchant. Yep. Nice to see. I've got Crystal Palace to be Man City. Annoy- I'm going to get Marcus's back up by saying this. Mm-hmm. Annoyingly, I've gone for uh, Andros. No, I've gone for Raheem Sterling <laughs> yeah. for Ooh, me.
0: That's out of left field, isn't I know. it? Well, you, you're really expecting Man City to get something there. <laughs> I know. There. <laughs> <laughs> the first goal. Has been Look, do you
3: know time. what I thought? I thought the good thing about that is if it comes in, no one else would have chosen it. No, no. yeah. Because yeah, everyone's yeah. expecting yeah. a big Crystal Palace win. <laughs> Uh, Marcus you've got <laughs> you've got the big one you've got Man United v Liverpool
2: yeah I've also bucked the trend and gone for Roberto Firmino
3: there we go so that's mm. Tammy Abraham Adama Traore Raheem Sterling and Roberto Firmino they're our selections for Betway's 4 to score feature this weekend it's free to play you can win up to £175,000 uh, go to betway.com forward slash 4 to score but please do bet the responsible way yes now it's time for Go for
1: Glow old. It's time for go for Glold, people. Joshua Stevenson with the clues this time round. I'm from Sydney, if that matters, he says. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to it get in our heads. Of yeah. course it matters. Hi, Pete. Uh, that is not a clue. Um, I was born on the 9th of March, 1978. This one's a tough one, guys. So I'm, I'm, looking, for, of March, I'm looking for performance here, guys. Uh, All right. uh,
3: Let's work together then. So he's 41.
1: Stop. John Aloisi. No. John.
3: Aloisi, Johnny,
1: Aloisi, Aloisi, Johnny Aloisi, Johnny Aloisi. Shit. I represented my country 96 times 61
3: as captain and scored one goal. Stop Craig Moore. No, not stop. Craig Moore. Stop. Um, sorry, did you say the emailer is Australian or the or the guy is Sydney? Sydney? No. I said he's from Sydney no. if that matters. Well the email, not the not the player. Yeah, no, no, yeah. The, I want to yeah. start yeah. with that. Yeah. That's why yeah, I thought yeah. okay. I'd go a couple. Of, okay, right, couple I wonder if out there. stop, is it Rafael Marquez? No, it's not. Oh, it's more it's than one international.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah he scored yeah. a lot,
1: didn't he? loser. Right. I represented six clubs <laughs> in England playing in the Premier League for clubs such as West Ham, Everton and Blackburn Rovers. Stop. Go on, go on. Go on. Have a little spin. Is it Brett Emerton? Oh. It's no Brett Emerton. Nice, uh, like it. Benny McCarthy. No, not Benny McCarthy. One no, goal. It be, yeah, fucking hell. Jim, <laughs> disrespectful to a fine oh, goal scorer. Oh, <laughs> in 2006, I helped my country qualify for its first World Cup in 32 years, scoring in a penalty shootout. Stop. Against is it Ryan Nelson? It is. It's not Ryan oh. Nelson. Oh, hey. I thought you heard that. I'll finish the clue. In 2006, I helped my country qualify for its first World Cup in 32 years, scoring in a penalty shootout against Uruguay.
0: Stop. Stern John?
3: Not Stern John. Is no. It, lovely to hear his name, a, though.
2: Against a penalty shootout against Uruguay to
3: qualify, did you say? Yeah. That's yes. got to be the playoff, would it? Would
2: that be Australian?
3: It's got to be someone from Oceania. It's got to be from that, whatever that federation is called. Oceania, baby. Outside of
1: England, I've also played for teams in Turkey, the UAE, Australia and Japan.
3: <coughs> oh, excuse me. Oh, man. I Do you know what? I think he's got to be Australian. I think he has to be.
1: Hmm. Hmm. In 2007, I was made permanent captain of West Ham despite having been at the club for less than six months. Not like West Ham, is it?
2: <laughs> Hang on.
3: Oh, stop. Is it Winston Reid? No, it's not Winston no. Reid. No, he's, still he's Kiwi, isn't he? Yeah, yeah he's, he's still yeah. playing. So yeah, as 2010 well. though the Oh, that's
2: right. Yeah, of course. I th- yeah. <sighs> final clue. <laughs> Hang on, Winston. The... Wouldn't be, uh... to... no,
3: yeah, I? Yeah, because I'm getting confused. 2010, aren't I? Here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 2006. I'm back to where I started. Carry on. One last clue, guys. Go for it, it. Do you
1: guys want to chip in? I'm or? not sure if he is Australian or not.
3: No, I don't know. In 2003,
1: I was wildly, uh, widely, and probably presumably widely as well, criticised for a dangerous tackle in a game between Blackburn Rovers and Liverpool.
3: Is it Kevin Muscat?
1: It's not Kevin Muscat. No, Lucas Neal. Yes! (laughs) I love you. Had that.
3: That was an excellent game. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: That was very good.
1: Lord. I'm going to be truly sick of that music by the end of yeah. the tour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, had to Lucas, it had to be Every night.
3: I thought you Neal. had
2: it when you started. As yeah. soon as he said Dangerous Era, I thought I remember. But you about.
3: know what? It had to be Lucas Neal because we had named every single <laughs> <Australian> other player, <laughs> player from Australia and New Zealand. Yeah, hadn't scored Brett that Eminem. many. That was a brilliant um, set of clues. Who yeah. was it that was in?
1: Uh, it was Josh Stevenson from well done, Sydney,
3: Josh. if that matters. It turns
1: mm. out it kind of did. Big oh. oh. Josh, that was fantastic. It broke Jimmy Carragher's leg.
3: That's right. Yeah, mm. I remember. It is no doubt one I have done is disgusting. Disgusting that's right it's no doubt the state of my leg is disgusting <laughs> <of guitar, isn't laughs> yeah. oh, oh no oh, oh, bendy.
2: thank you everybody for listening to the preview show sponsored by Betway of course tomorrow I'm back with Greatest Games with Jonathan Wilson get your luggles around that
3: it's been a fine week for Football Ramble Daily Jules and Andy were great yeah. Ramble Meets was really fun OTC was great too thank you very much everyone for listening
2: there we are Luke Moore Pete Donaldson Jim Campbell and me we say goodbye
3: this yes